It wasn't that great of an episode anyway. Yeah. And we're recording. Um, Alright guys, welcome to the fucking Fresh Podcast. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Um, yeah, so if you're not down for some real talk, then don't listen. Yeah. Just saying. Because this week on What You're Drinking, uh, we're serving up a cold, hard glass of harsh reality. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, I'm Kim. I am Kelly. And we always forget to introduce ourselves. We need to start doing that. Um, eh. but you know, <laughs> um, but um, off first off, you know we are two. Well, Kelly is presenting as white, but she is. I'm half, passing white. Yeah, half Puerto Rican. Um, and yeah. I am a white girl, but. We are going to be talking about, you know, events that have been happening in, yeah. around the country. Um, and, and the fucking audacity. The fucking audacity of people, <sighs> man. I, <laughs> uh, I I literally, like, the reason I've just been so quiet this week is because I just, I, I can't, I can't, like, talk to people. I just feel like so angry with how we're still in this situation and it's been going since the days of slavery and it's so angry yeah it's, it's angry it's so upsetting yeah and disappointing that we can't fix this yeah and i know i have been really like angry and sad myself like and it's i mean this has been going on for what about two weeks now and that's just and, us and we're not directly yeah. affected by this so i can't even imagine how um persons of like people of color are dealing with this like yeah and like how they feel because i feel like shit yeah and i know that black people don't want like my apology for being white i don't think i need to do that you know what i mean but yeah like i think it's more that we understand we are we privileged we have privilege and (sighs) it's it's something that a lot of people just gloss over and don't realize how it affects other people when they complain about something that is so trivial compared to what these people, like, um, black people as a whole have gone through over the past hundreds of, hundreds of years? I mean, I don't even know. Four hundred years. Four hundred and one years. Yeah. Because they landed in June. Yeah. I think of 1619. Yeah. And it wasn't even by choice. You yeah. Know? Like, imagine being stripped from your home and shipped off in a boat. And if you luckily survive, then you're a slave. And it's like, again, I have no idea how that would feel. And it sickens me. It sickens me as a society that we haven't stepped forward and been like, we're wrong. America's fucking up all over the place. Like, I don't, I don't under, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, Germany apologized for all the Nazis, like, not like, 
in, you know, defense of the Nazis, but they apologize that, like, the Nazis, like, happened. Mm. And they, like, completely denounce, like, any form of, like, you know, like, pro-Nazi stuff in Germany. Like, you bring it up in Germany, they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to talk about that. Like, that, that was our history, yes, but that we don't tolerate it here. And I, I don't understand after, yeah, you know, four, yeah. 400 years why we're still at this place. The civil rights movement wasn't that long ago. Right. And I, uh, I'll get into this later because I want to talk about 13th. I don't know if you saw yeah. it yet. No, I, I saw it. Yeah, I watched um, it. The Hillary Clinton part. Um, there's, oh, I forget what it was. When she was a pot, like apologizing for uh, her husband's. Well, not just that, but what did she say? It it was something. It was something about how. Um, oh, it wasn't her. Sorry, it was one of the other presidents was saying that like, um, the civil rights movement created a higher crime rate, and that's what they're like during elections and stuff. Did you hear about that in the show? Oh, yeah. Because they were like, as propaganda, they were like, well, the crime rates have gone up since we started this movement. People should start calming down and going back to the status quo kind of thing. Yeah. Which was... And it's like, fuck that. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. You built that into the system. Yeah. Not necessarily that... Well, some presidents did because they they did it so they just kept, you know, adding on. And I'm not saying, you know, that like... Doesn't matter the political party; they still built that stuff into the system. And I know Clinton has apologized, and he has said, "Yeah, he's like I fucked up." Like that, like that ended up being didn't help anything. It made mm-hmm. things worse. Yeah, you know. And I, it's I, I mean, I think some presidents do have like a really evil part of them, and it's just that really can't be rectified. Right. But I do think that, you know, some of them did have good intentions, but the way that the system, maybe they didn't understand the system fully mm-hmm. to realize how bad it was going to affect, you know, the black community in the country. Well, that's so... <sighs> I know we, you and I have different beliefs on this, in this point, and that's fine. Um, but so we were talking about how, yes, we shouldn't expect people to educate us on this issue because we have to be responsible and learn our, for ourselves. But at the same time, in, in terms of education, this all stems from upbringing. Like oh, no. Deep yeah, roots no, of our society. Completely. And yeah. it's like some people just really don't know where to start and don't know how they can actually help. So it's like, for me, I thought about the analogy this way. So if I'm a math student, right, and I understand nothing about trigonometry, I have to have a teacher help me. Or I can train myself, but I might not fully understand it still. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I. but that, that that's also, I feel like what you're talking about there is just, like, with the education of, like, of just our education system. Like, our mm-hmm. history books gloss over. So, I mean, and I get it. Like, we... We are a country that's only been around for, like, 300-ish years. Mm-hmm. You know? We really don't have that much history. 
So, I think also because we're a young country, that's why we're behind. Like, a lot of the European countries are finally, like, making shit work with their healthcare systems and all that stuff. And it's like, I feel like we are, like, the immature 16-year-old that's like, I'm gonna do what that's I want. It's like, haha, I'm still this. gonna have fun. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, doesn't, doesn't affect me. I mean, at the same same time, I mean, like, is it up to the public education system? Yes, but... Well, parenting. Parenting as well. How, like, and teachers only have so much power, unfortunately. I, you know, like... Oh, my, of course. My history teacher in high school was fucking great. I fucking loved him. Big, tall, white dude, fucking loved history, and he, like, he told us some stuff. You know, yeah. and he actually, he's the one who sparked my passion for, like, learning more. Because before then, like, my dad loved history, but he was boring about it. <laughs> you know? I'll be honest, like, and I didn't really appreciate it then, but now I yeah. do. It, it's, like, you know, so part of it is, you know, is on the teachers, but it's on the education system as a whole. It's on the textbooks mm-hmm. that get printed. And it's, it's on society. And it's too. all, yeah. I mean, also, I think, so, for me with history, I always cared more about European history and didn't really care for American history. Not because I didn't like living in this country, but also because, like, what, at least when I, we, I was in school only a year ahead of you, but when I, we learned about Trail of Tears, we learned about um, apartheid, we learned about all those movements and, and, like, Gandhi and everything like that. So we learned, like, a lot of those atro- um, atrocities that were committed and of course World War II um, and I feel like I don't know I think our generation and younger is more aware so we're starting to change the conversation do you know what I mean like people older than us are still kind of taught by their parents a certain way but I feel like our generation is the one that needs to lead the next generation on the right path society wise I think we already are in some ways. I mean, but also at the same time, it's like, there's people who, the generations, you know, or the, yeah, the generations that lived before us, that, like, lived through this. Yeah. And they were the ones that still kept quiet about it. I mean, even, like, growing up, like, my mom, fucking racist. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say that. I'm saying this officially on the podcast. I think she's racist. I remember growing up, I had this friend come by, he was, he would come by, because he would, he was like a newspaper boy, and so he mm-hmm. would always come by and like give us like an extra newspaper, so he had them, and you know, like we would hang out for like 20 minutes, and then he would go home, and kind of had a crush. he had a crush on you. <laughs> yeah, he had a crush on me, I had a crush on him, and my mom was like, you're never going to be able to date him, because he's black. Oh, Wow. Wow. And I was like, excuse me? So Did you ever ask her why? Why that was an issue? I think, I mean, at the time, I think I knew I was smart enough to know the differences between the cultures. Yeah. One. But the fact that she, I mean, this was only like fifth grade. Just let me have a friend and like have a crush, you know? Yeah. You don't have to yeah. bring, like, dating into it at this point. I'm 10. No. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. So, and I think, I mean, honestly, that's probably one of the reasons why I always dated mainly people of color Mm. as a form of rebellion against her because I fucking hated it. She said the nastiest things about people. I don't, she could call anyone a bitch all she fucking wants. I don't care. Some people, they are bitches. But when you put in that black bitch, blah, 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 that's what she would do. All the time when I was growing up. Yeah, that's awful. That's really fucked up. That's something new I learned about your mom. Yeah, well, you'll probably never meet her because I don't ever intend on ever seeing her face ever again. Um, I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) Based on the way you talk about her, I don't need to. Um, Meeting people, that's not even on my list of things to do. So it's... Yeah. And and it hurt my heart. And, you know, even when I, I came home, I started... Like, my first uh, black boyfriend I had at, like, 19. Mm. She didn't like it. Like, whatever. Well, good riddance to that bitch. (sighs) Yeah. Not that I'm trying to make this about me, but I'm just trying to, you know, go over, like, the stuff of, like, how, what kind of households I grew up in. Yeah. Where it was well, like, it was fine to like, from too. like, yeah, and it was fine to like, bring, like, to have friends over and stuff like that, that were, you know, of color, but it was like, the whole like, dating thing, she was like, no. And then, you know, whenever she got angry, she would bring race into the equation, and it was like, that was never part of the equation, you're doing some side equation, yeah. that's not even part of the main problem. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a very like open and loving home. Like I had so I had you know friends who were Chinese, friends who were black, friends who were Hispanic. Like I had all kinds of different friends from all walks of life, and my parents always treated everyone with respect. I think that comes from a lot because I'm half Puerto Rican, and my my Puerto Rican side is the most loving and generous group of people you could ever meet yeah with the exception of a few that suck um but yeah and my mom's side like they've all been very most of them are democrats and um in general but i think my mom's side's a little more conservative so they never really cared about that either like my aunt her best friend was black growing up and they like went to juilliard prep school together and things like that he's a musician too he's a wonderful man but yeah, I feel like it was more like, what's the big deal? You know, like no one cared. Like no one cared in my yeah. family. They they were just accepted people for who they were. But at the same time, it's also dangerous because when people are like, I don't see color. It, you have to. You have to see. You have. You, you to. have to understand because that's how yeah. this has all started. It's like, yeah, you can be complacent, but you're not helping the cause if you're being complacent right. about it, and you're just saying color doesn't matter. Yeah, right. you have the privilege to say that. Yeah, that's that's one of those white privilege phrases that really makes my mm-hmm. blood fucking boil. Yep. Where I can't I can't even have like I can't have like a normal conversation with someone when they say stuff like that. There's yeah. actually a really good article uh from Forbes. 
It was in Fo- it was in Forbes magazine. So we'll put I'll send you the link so you can put it in the show notes. Um, about why saying I don't see color is like such a fucking problem. I know that it's yeah. and basically like the basis of it is like when you say you don't see color, like yeah, that's fine and good intention, but if you don't see the color, you don't you don't um, understand it, the struggle. You don't well, you're never gonna understand the struggle because you don't have the same skin. Right color as you know that person but you you, you're not acknowledging right their struggle their struggles and like what they got what they went through to like get to a certain point oh 100 percent. you know and every everyone's background is different also all lives matter oh god oh can't do that either okay like no that's no that's not the phrase okay do all lives matter? Technically, yes. But also, in retort to that, um, if all lives mattered, why didn't you care about the kids in cages yeah, in the ICE detention, in the ICE detention mm-hmm. facilities? Why didn't you care? Why aren't you caring about babies and mothers? Like, every, like abortions and stuff. Like, the mother's life matters. Oh, yeah. Like, the mother's like, life matters yeah. more than, yeah. yeah. Um, and especially going on with this, you know, pandemic, like why mm-hmm. you don't care about the doctors and nurses with the low PPE that's that's going around. Mm-hmm. Um, or elderly people just getting sick because you want your conveniences. Yeah. Like, I need a haircut. Fuck you. Your hair they, can wait. They can just die because they're old. Who cares? Like, that's the mentality that that is. And that's awful. <laughs> it's terrible. It's one thing if they're suffering, but not everyone should just die because... Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Um, so, it, like, so that, that phrase in itself is such a huge, huge, it, like, issue. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you're not acknowledging the fact, like, if all lives really fucking mattered, we wouldn't have to be doing all these protests. There wouldn't have to be, you know, like, these riots happening you have to ruffle feathers in order to get change to happen are you tapping your computer sorry yeah i was i was tapping my desk (laughs) okay yeah sorry um i can still hear what you were saying i was just like is that me or her yeah um like i just like can't all lives aren't gonna matter until you actually acknowledge the fact that black lives matter and that you know they're not they're not second class citizens and they've been treated that way for yeah so long yeah. i was thinking too like i know we were putting the link that link to the forbes article, article. i also want to put the link to the article i found where it was like um let's the, it's like a history oh like yeah, 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 yeah i want to put that mm-hmm. one in there and then I was thinking what we could do is try to start a donation on Facebook like a, and see if people would donate to to the podcast so that we can give it to one of these organizations. Well, we could just, we could also put, um, like, I don't know if on our podcast we can say that, like, to set up. You know, like how on Facebook we can just set up, like, when it's your birthday, like, donate to a cause. Yeah. I wonder if 
I'll have to look into seeing if we can do that on our Facebook page. I think we can. So. Usually you can you can do a fundraiser year round, not just for your birthday. Yeah. No, I know because it's been popping up, and but the organizations that I want to do that for, I they like won't show up. I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> or there's a way we can do it through Venmo, like if we collect it through yeah. Venmo and then give it to the organization that way. Yeah, maybe. So and, um, and then we could do a shout out for anyone's Instagram that donates or something, yeah, or Facebook or whatever. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna do that. So we can do. I know I've donated money personally to a couple of causes, um, but I also just want to touch on like the police brutality. I'm yeah. not saying all cops are bad, but at the same time, when you have a bunch of these shitty cops who do these shitty things and no one kind of keeps them in check Mm -hmm. and the union fights for them to keep their job and all that bullshit even though they fucking you know have murdered people and a lot of the time (laughs) sometimes you call the cops and they don't fucking do shit (laughs) but it also like the other big issue is that so i've seen people posting that flag with the police the stripe on it and like yeah, that's great. Ugh. No one's saying that cop lives don't matter, but we're saying that there's a huge trust that's been broken, and you can't assume if a cop is good or bad anymore. So it's like, of course people and are also, be cautious. If you're a cop, you chose to be a cop. You actually don't have a blue life. The only blue life that actually matters is Stitch, because he's actually blue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Your life is not blue, okay? It's so dumb. It's a really dumb, yeah. dumb sentiment. Mm-hmm. And I'm really tired of seeing all these cops in riot gear being like, oh, I'm afraid for my life, and they're tear-gassing fucking 12-year-olds, okay? I'm done. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. And I have a couple <laughs> of family members who were, ones I think, retired. I think the other one's still working. But it's disgusting. I can't. I, like, ugh. Yeah. The, and also the fact that they're, they're, like, I get that they have to subdue, like, real criminals if they're dangerous to them, others or themselves. But, like, can't they just get trank guns? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, is that. Why do they have to have real bullets? Because once you kill someone, they can't take that back. Like, I don't understand how someone could shoot someone 16 times in the back, like, continuously, even though they weren't even taken in for, like, a trial or a jail or anything. I mean, like they're fucking shooting people point blank with rubber bullets, and they shouldn't be fucking doing that either. They should be pointing no, yeah, it at- They not those either. It should be pointed at the ground so that the bullet bounces. Yep. You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it's- Like, uh- they spend, you know, a hundred plus hours on how to use a gun, but they don't, but they spend like eight hours on like sensitivity training. Oh yeah. And I don't think they do mental background checks. No, they, frequent, like, no, they don't. Inst- they like do the, they, they do the initial psycho analysis thing when they like go to get the job. 
Which true sociopaths can pass those things yeah. very easily. Very easily. And after that, it's it's nothing. They're good to go. Yep. Like, your mental health doesn't fucking change over time. And even if you are, um, if you're diagnosed with a mental illness, you can still buy a gun. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, mental illness is on such a broad spectrum, but... No, I get that, but, like, still, if, if, if there's any history of it, like, you know that a person can act erratically if they have a condition that makes them do that, should they really be able to wield a gun? Yeah, I know. I don't think bipolar people should be holding guns. I don't think schizophrenic people should be holding guns. Um, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It just... It, it, the thing is, is that, like, the cops know that we're videotaping them at this point. Like, they have to know. And it's like, they're still doing it. And it's like... Yeah. what point like i don't like the whole reason for like all these protests besides black lives matter is the fucking police brutality i don't mm-hmm. want anyone to get fucking beat up or murdered or murdered you know or beaten to a pulp yep for minor infractions like it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. There was one video is from uh one of the New York City protests. Um and it was I don't know the full story. All I know I think is the guy was trying to get into the protest or he was like like the, against the protest or whatever. So I guess he had like said some stuff and the cops like beat the shit out of him. And he was, like, this 5'7 skinny dude. You don't need fucking four cops on him. Yeah, the amount of cops always surprises me, too. Like, especially with George Floyd. Why were there four? Uh, I I believe that day two were, like, on training. It was, like, one- it was, like, their first day. Yeah. Well, luckily, they now know what happens when yeah. they are led mm-hmm. by someone like Chauvin. Chauvin, yep. whatever. Yeah. Was 16 years he was in the force. In the police. Yep. There's multiple, multiple complaints. Oh, on yeah. Him. And he's murdered people, too, before. Yeah. And uh, his wife uh, <laughs> filed for divorce while he is in jail. Yeah. Which, I would, too. Um, hi. Timing's everything, people. There's a reason she did that. She probably didn't realize, either, too. She might not have known what he's what he does. Some people don't talk about what they do in, yeah. the, in the field. Do you know what I mean? But it's also, like, that whole thing of, like, if, like, if she tried to file when he's not, you know, in jail for, like, she could go bad for her. Yeah. You know? We don't know what happens behind those closed doors when he's home. and. I have a feeling if he's more than happy to kneel on someone. Oh yeah, for, I, would, I think for he's nine minutes. An I yeah. think, I think he abuses his wife. Probably, God, God, I hope he doesn't have kids. So I, it, it's and it's just like and with the protests that are happening, these really are peaceful protests. The people who are actually protesting are peaceful and they're getting mm. they're getting trapped they're getting with these ridiculous curfews that are happening in LA it was like 1pm curfew what? 
That's not even the end of the work day. Well, they're also still on lockdown. For the pandemic. Yeah, and it's just like, these protests are not only about Black Lives Matter, but they're about the police brutality Mm -hmm. against these black lives like mm-hmm. so i don't understand why you're fighting back with even more police brutality yeah and a lot of like, people that get into that business like there's a lot of pride and ego and i think that's where most of it stems from too because they're yeah. they're feeling attacked and they don't to them a lot of these people don't think what they're doing is wrong they think they have every right to do Whatever they want, the law doesn't apply to them because they have this power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just dangerous to have that kind of mentality when you when you could be the life or death of someone, literally. You know what I right. mean? Like, yeah, and it's like... In, God complex. See, and you see, like, all these, like, other police officers, uh, you know, like, n- taking a knee and stuff when they do, like, the moments of silence and everything. And, like, yeah, that's great, but... At the same time, I don't trust it. Yeah. You know, like, there there was a case where the police chief and stuff took a knee, and nine minutes later, they tear-gassed them. That like, makes no sense. No. Yeah, no, fuck that. That's not how it works. I mean, even the protests that I went to, I went to... Uh, the protest was justice for brunch, so it was, like, this whole thing of, like, we're gonna do this during brunch time when people are, you know, eating their eggs benedict and drinking their mimosas and, like, really, like, kind of, like, throwing it in their face, like, hi, <laughs> you're privileged in order to be enjoying that right now. Oh, yeah. Um, and, of course, and, we like brunch, but we also know what's more important right now. Yeah. And... And so I went to that protest, um, and, and, like, yeah, like, the police chief kneeled with us and everything, and, like, that was fine and great, but Saber has its own case of someone dying in custody, and that cop is, still has his job. Oh, well, there are also the two cops that were not doing things the right way for my case, too. So yeah. there is corruption. So, There's corruption within the department. I mean, th- I mean, I think yeah. this police chief is, you know, he's new, so that's, I think, a little bit helpful because he's like, you know, new eyes on everything. Um, oh, so it wasn't the one that my dad was friends with. I don't think so. No, he's a new one. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I know nothing about this guy. Um. Why is my earphone? So. Uh, yeah, and, and, and as it, you know, and as a test to that, it's, like, I also see at these protests, like, people are using it as, like, the on-trend thing to do. Mm. Like, oh my god, let's just go to this protest. And, like, hold a sign. And, like, let's take mad pictures of us. And it's, uh, no, bitch, that's not, (laughs) No. Yeah, that's not why you're out there. When you're at a Black Lives Matter protest, 
especially especially when it's organized by black people okay that's a black space that you're entering you're a follower at that point you're not supposed to be a leader if they ask you to do something you do it they yeah. had asked people hey we need volunteers to yeah, kind of like people. keep people like kind of like in check a little bit yeah so i volunteered that was it i listened to their directions yeah yeah and i said well i'm here by myself since i don't have any friends with me i really don't have to a worry about anyone so i might as well yeah. you know be productive and and use it and yell at people like i do because so i had some kid say fuck the cops and i was like all right uh one there's children here, so please don't. This is peaceful, mm-hmm. okay? We're not trying to get the cops to be pissed off at us. So, yeah, yeah. calm your shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. And and then he, and then he talked later, and he was like, he's like, so he's like, I've never uh been like a victim of police brutality. He's like, but I did lose someone, but it wasn't because of police. I was like, so why did you come? Like, why are you making this about you? Shut like. Take the microphone away from this kid. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was so fucking annoying. Was he white? He was, I think, Hispanic. Okay. I was like, and that's the other thing, is that too many people are making this. About too themselves. Many, yeah, too many white people mm-hmm. and too many pe- people of color who are not black are making this about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The people who are genuinely here who think that, you know, that the Black Lives Matter movement is important also has other races' backs, I would think. Yeah. Like, so don't make this about you. Boo-boo, I got you. You want to yeah. do protests about ICE? <laughs> Fine. I'll, I'll go. fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but this isn't this isn't your time. Yeah. Because the civil rights movement did start with, sorry, I'm tapping again. I'm just so mad and like, oh, fired up. I know. But the civil rights movement started with black people. So like, yeah. take your deli number. Please wait. Okay. Yeah. We got to yeah. focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and with the all eyes, blah, 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 all I did, blah, blah. No, fuck that. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, this yeah. isn't about you. Yeah. Okay. And I need white people to understand that you can't just post a black square on Instagram and say, oh, my God, I did my part. No, you have to spread like, the word. You have to reach out. Like, spread the fucking word. Look for organizations. Look for organizations. Look some, look some shit up. Like, research different laws that were put in place. Research timelines. But like, also, please, no. support black-owned businesses. Oh, yeah. Restaurants, to, hair salons. Restaurants. Hair, well, if they don't deal with your kind of hair for hair salons, that's a different thing. Go to nail salons for for that well, stuff. Some do. Some do. A lot of them, I don't think, do. There's a really cool place. Um, it's a, I think it's a Jamaican-owned hair salon that Erica went and got, like, half her head braided once when she had, like, a side mohawk thing. Oh, that's cool. And but, it looks really, really well, good. Well, but that's also... I have this thing about braids. It's like, yeah, I did them when I was 12, but it's like, mm, it's kind of a bit of appropriation. I'm not saying, I'm not mad at Erica for doing it, you know what I mean? But it's like, 
try if you're gonna appreciate their culture and take things from their culture know where it fucking came from yeah um so that's one thing um but like, I mean, it was it was their suggestion. She was asking oh, what they could oh, do. Oh, she, okay. Well, if it was their suggestion, yeah. great. Um, she wasn't like, give me some cornrows. <laughs> like, she didn't walk in there. She just knew that it was a. They had really good like. Um, I think one of her friends had gone there for something, and they really liked the people, and they were very nice people. Um, but yeah, it was it was we were pretty much the only two white people in there, yeah. and it was like totally fine. Like we were supporting that business, the right yeah. Stanford. And she oh. was like, hey, I just want to do something different with my hair. Like, I figured you guys could help me come up with something. And she goes, oh, yeah, we'll whip we up something cool. And they braided the whole side. It looked really good. That's cool. Because it was, like, years ago. Um, but, but, yeah, supporting those businesses is so important. Yeah. Um, Especially black artists. Black artists, black um, owned businesses, black, what else? Organizations. Organizations uh black authors that's a big one. Oh, and uh, here's, here's something you can do for free write a letter to your local government or sign a f- call your name on a petition, petition. oh my yeah. god it's the easiest fucking thing you know how many yeah. positions i fucking signed this week like 15 oh yeah i'm okay, very I'm tired 15, but yeah i'm very tired of the emails but <laughs> yeah i'm like oh um I mean, fucking watch documentaries. Y'all have Netflix? Mm-hmm. Watch 13th. Watch, uh, the, uh, Time Khalif Broward, uh, mm. story. That's a documentary series, so that one's in a couple of episodes. Uh, a few, but, um, it's worth yeah. it. Just look, um, look for those. Look for look those. Look for those. Ways to learn more about the culture. Um, learn just... All the- amplify black voices you know what I mean like it's I I started following you know more black people this week like I realized like some of my favorite comedians like underground comedians I was like why haven't I been following them on like Instagram and Twitter Mm -hmm. like why why I feel like I don't know why I didn't wasn't following them before so I started following them yeah um and just like and like just feature them. Uh there was a list on and for Justice for Brunch's Instagram page. They started listing you know like all the like the black owned businesses and stuff. So I they're like, "Oh, they're like help us, you know, to grow this list." Mm. So I added my friends on there. I said, "Hey, my friend Sean, he does photography." Yeah. Francesca, she makes fucking handmade soaps and bracelets. Yeah. And like body bombs, and you know, and my friend Ashley is a fucking singer. Fucking listen to her EP, you know. Like it's not, it's not that hard to support these things. No, it's really not. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I I did do a dumb thing. I what I I told you I bought a bunch of books on like racism and whatnot, and I'm gonna. I'll text you that list so you can put it in the show notes um, of books to, like, get. I was dumb, and I ordered them off of Amazon, and I realized that was bad on my part because I mm. could have ordered them from a black, black-owned bookstore. Oopsies. But it was just my mindset of, like, oh, they're going to be on Amazon. Yeah. Just order, order. Um, um, and I'm still waiting, still waiting for a bunch of those, so 
Share it. We can just share the yeah. list because you haven't read them yet, right? You can do. I have not read them yet. You can do a one of them. But um, I did. Ones I know I definitely ordered was the new Jim Crow. Okay. Um, I ordered the White Fragility book that everyone's been recommending. Mm. And uh, I ordered Why I'm Not Talking to White People About Race. I know those are three. And I ordered a bunch more. Okay. I know I, yeah, so. Can't wait to read them. Really anxious to read them. Yeah, Um, if I wasn't moving and buying furniture right now, I'd be buying more stuff from other people. If, if, um, if anyone hasn't read it, it's a, it's a young adult book. Probably one of my favorite recent new books that came out and it became a movie is The Hate You Give. Mm. That fucking book was a bit of a wake-up call. Not necessarily for me because I kind of already like, you know, did it, but it's a really beautiful depiction of police brutality and um, you know, the viewpoint coming from a teenage black girl who's you know witnessed her best friend be murdered by a cop in front of her eyes mm. like my god that book made me cry so much the movie did too the movie is actually really fucking on point if you guys if you guys feel like you don't have time to read the book watch that fucking movie because the casting's on point and it really stayed true to the book mm has some really like big fucking names so yeah i'll have to check the movie out yeah um but yeah i if there's more protests when i'm back i'd like to go to one okay because i i was actually upset that i couldn't be the one in stanford yeah so um just make sure that like if you guys do go to protests don't go to like I mean, like, Trumbull had one the other, like, yesterday, and, like, yeah, a lot of people showed up, but then they only had, like, white people talking at the podium, and I was like, oh, God. No. No. Uh -uh. (laughs) Like, it's fine that Blumenthal was there and talking, because, like, he's a representative of our state, but, like, where are the black people at? (laughs) Like, that's weird. (laughs) Were there no black people there? Uh, I think so. I mean, I couldn't, like, actually, I saw, like, the news coverage of it, but there were, it was a very white crowd, which, great, but. Well, so here's my again, thing, like, if they didn't have any black people or people of color, maybe they just want to say a few words of, like, what they want to do to help. That's different. Yeah, maybe. Than if, like, it was a, a even mix, then it should be led by, like, people of color yeah, and having them share their opinions and voice their Yeah, I know, experience. I know it wasn't an organization that was, like, uh, it wasn't, like, a black organization that, you know, organized the protest. I think it was done by, like, the Connecticut Democrat Party. 
like organization, which okay. fine, but like you could have gotten some black people to talk. I'm just saying, like Marilyn Moore, who's a representative, she wasn't fucking there. Mm-hmm. She could have been there. <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, I remember going to the protest in D.C. with Colbert and um. Fucking name. Holy crap. Stewart. Stewart. John Stewart? John Stewart? Oh my god. Why couldn't I think of his name? I don't know. Um, I forget the name of it, but it was like a big protest about the election or I forget. But it was huge. And it was just, just being in that moment, like unifying with you know, uniting with everybody for one purpose was very powerful. And I feel like the protests, even though yours was like in Stanford, and it was how many people were at yours? Uh, I never got like a count as to like how many showed up, but I'm pretty sure it was close to like a thousand that showed up. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, see, that would just make me feel really good that like so many people. I mean, like it, we had we like we had a huge crowd. There's like there's drone footage and everything, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Um. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll put a list of like organizations. We'll put the books on there. Yeah. Well, here's just like basic organizations to really donate to. Mm-hmm. Um. In general, are is the ACLU, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Um. Black Lives Matter also takes donations, I believe. So just go to blacklivesmatter.com for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you, know. you can't afford a donation, like find other ways you can get involved for free. Just, volunteer yeah. to make calls, volunteer it, to It literally takes no money it. to sign your name onto a petition. Yeah, that too. All it takes is a few keystrokes. I one of the petitions that I signed was to reopen uh a case. I signed the Brianna Taylor one. Oh, I signed that one too. And I signed yeah. signed a bunch. But um Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um look into great documentaries. Thirteenth on Netflix is really yeah, good. good. Um if you want another like non uh like fiction kind of thing to watch on Netflix, uh I suggest American Sun. Um it was a play on Broadway that got turned into a movie for Netflix and mm. it has the original Broadway cast on it. I have heard of that. Yeah. Oh, I think I told you about it actually cuz think you did. Um it's really good and it's even though it's a movie it's presented in a in a way that like you're watching in the theater cuz it's only it's like set in like one space. Mm. So it's really interesting. I actually mm. really hope that more movies that like more like plays that get turned into movies are like kind of like film like that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get like that theater experience as a movie. Um hmm. and it really shows like that movie especially really shows you the difference as to how a cop will treat a black woman and how he treats a white male. It's in fucking scene. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like transparent about it. 
Um, I mean, just to top things off, I also watched the Epstein. And I've been watching that. I'm not finished with it yet. But, like, just... Oh, I, yeah. I watched that, too, after the protest. The, the fucking privilege <laughs> and the audacity of yeah. Epstein, yeah. I swear to God. Like, that man was a sociopath. Yeah. 100%. I, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, so we'll be listing other great sources to learn about their history and to watch and to read and to donate and yeah, just educate yourselves, guys, yeah. and don't and post things unless you know it's fact. Like, look up your resources when you post something, because otherwise you're going to look fucking stupid. Yeah. And... Like, Check your facts. Check your facts. Check your privilege. Uh, there's a lovely yes. uh, TikTok challenge of... That's April. the title. Check your facts. Check your privilege. Yes. Done. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's a TikTok video of a woman. It was a black woman. And she's asking questions. Like, have you ever got stopped by the cops for no reason? Like, stuff, you know, like about, like, race and whatnot. And mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, like a never have I ever where you kind of like count on your fingers. Um, and it really shows you a perspective because all of her fingers go down and all the white people that do the challenge on TikTok have like two fingers down. <laughs> yep. I didn't, I didn't, my, I didn't record it, but I did it myself when I had like six. And I was like, well, I go, that's also because I grew up kind of poor. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we we grew up poor, but my situation is nowhere near what these people have dealt with in their lives. Oh, yeah. Like, no, of course. I know I'm very privileged, so. Well, and the funny thing is, is that it's, like, all these, like, yes, I grew up poor alongside, like, alongside people of color. And what, one of the other things that boggles my mind is how white people who grew up poor and think that they're better than black people when they have like the same shit (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like you're just as poor as the black people how the fuck are you better (laughs) yeah that makes no sense (laughs) it's It's also crazy and also if you think about it too like the credit system in general is is meant to keep people low it's meant like the rich just get richer and the poor get poorer. It's been like this for so long. Like Reagan economics. Yeah. That's what started that's this really what trickle it, down yeah, that's, effect. Yeah, that's what, how it started. And it's like, what did you think was going to fucking happen? Yeah. Because white people have more opportunity. It's just a fucking fact. And people who say, well, yeah, but, you know, if they were at the same school, they just didn't do as well. But at the same time, there's a no child left behind. You know, like, not oh, everyone that. Follows was bullshit. That, that, that policy was bullshit to be honest with you um yeah, yeah. but but ch- children do get left behind yeah and it's like, they do there aren't enough resources in some of these inner city schools some of the more impoverished area impoverished areas they don't get as much budget my sister teaches in a fine area and they are typically low on resources every teacher needs to dip into their own pocket to get supplies yeah, which is ridiculous Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, you know, it's okay. We can bail out the banks and the big corporations because God forbid those go under. 
Yeah. But and, if you realize oh. you're not going to have consumers if you don't have, people don't have money. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to fall too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, white people, if you're going to protest, uh, do not be the one to start the looting and the rioting. Don't loot or riot at all. Just don't do it. Well, I don't okay. condone don't start it, but it, I don't, don't do not it. condone it. But especially white people Wait, do not yeah, fucking do it because, because it's because gonna, it's gonna look, look bad. bad. Mm-hmm. It weakens the message. It weakens the cause. It, it weakens, especially, especially when you're the one starting, starting it. it. Yeah. Did you see that? There's also the video of um, the group of protesters in front of the Target blocking people from looting. Yeah. That's I, fine, I, but there I, was yeah, also the, yeah. there's also the video of the girls, the two white girls looting and spray painting on Starbucks. And a black woman goes up to her and is like, what the fuck are you doing? It's going to make us look bad. Mm-hmm. Also, to, let's be honest, white people have no right to cause a ruckus right now. No, you are we support- really don't only support you're an ally don't act like a fucking asshole exactly so yeah words the wise that's our psa for white people and i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm not i've had to Mm. unlearn a lot of racism through the years me too i'm still learning you know i'm still learning myself yeah but as long as you're willing to look things up educate yourself and listen and learn that's that's just the beginning you know like that's it we're always changing we're always growing so it's a constant thing it's not like okay i learned everything i need to know i'm an ally no you have to look at all the different facts all the different pieces and see like okay i can do this for now but then as you learn more what if you want to get involved a different way i don't know i feel like it's just something that can't be temporary no it's not this isn't that's the problem with this is this isn't something that's gonna that I hope it's not something that happens for, you know, the two weeks that it has happened. Yeah. And everyone else forgets about it. No, it can't stop this time. It can't. The, 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 uh, what was it? The Woolworth lunch counter sit-ins, those lasted for, I think, six months. Wow. Uh, the bus thing. Hold on. I had it on Facebook. Mm. I posted it. The Montgomery bus boycott lasted 382 days. Mm. The Greensboro sit-ins lasted six months. The Freedom Rides lasted seven months. And the Birmingham movement lasted 37 days. This is not something that is going to get fixed overnight Mm. or in two weeks. It's not going to happen. There has been progress. But, and there has been things that help. Like, LA has decided to cut back on their spending for the police force and they they're redirecting that money to lower income you know neighborhoods good uh i believe bridgeport said did uh mayor ganham said that he was going to do the same hmm. um yeah interesting i'm like that's funny well he also spent time in jail so uh you know <laughs> I don't. I don't know a lot about his politics. I just remember hearing he that ran he was on, like he, wishy-washy. Yeah, he ran on the Democratic ticket. Um, yeah, but he was charged with 
using government money for like his own personal fucking use and whatnot. And he went to jail and stuff like that. And then he oh, came embezzlement. back and he ran- yeah, embezzlement. And he ran for mayor again. And I'm like, like, all right, well, see, like you, but the you know what? Crime. I know, I know, I know, right? But I'm like, well, I'm like, maybe his time in jail was actually helpful beneficial. and useful to him. You know what I mean? So and beneficial. So. Mm. So yeah. Um, and I also guess- the stimulus checks too. Like they should be focused on the poverty level because if you think about it. Yeah, I I got by fine with that twelve hundred check, but not everyone. That that's nothing. It's nothing yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, it was Especially barely kids. anything for me. It was like it was an extra paycheck. It yeah. was an extra normal paycheck for me. Yeah, that was it. I was like, this doesn't really get me far. <laughs> mm. And I'm white, and I work for the government. Like, <laughs> and you should be getting hazard pay regardless because you're putting yourself. Like yeah, and we're not. Oh, we got a uh, no management. A bunch of management is getting hazard pay, but uh, the carriers aren't. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Management who don't go out and deliver the actual mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yep. fucked. Found I did that not out. Know that. Yep, found that out on a Facebook group. There was a memo that was sent mm-hmm. out. So yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, um, but it's not about me at this time. <laughs> no, but just in general, like the fact that they're not even, yeah, giving you guys ha- the managers. Well, yeah, there it goes trickle down, trickle down. Yeah, gotta take care of the top first because that's you know that's yeah, how we they all do, stay up. They above, do so yeah. much, right? Anyway, but, right. Um, yeah. Well. If you felt that this was a downer of a podcast, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, not just because you think the podcast sucks, but because, uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, systemic racism is a fucking downer. So yeah, and it's a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah, constantly. <sighs> anyway, you can follow us on Instagram. At at fucking fresh, fucking fresh pod. pod. Uh, and, and on gmail.com. And on, oh, wait, we fucked that whole thing up. Let's try this again. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at fucking fresh pod. Email us at fucking fresh pod at gmail.com. <laughs> follow me on Instagram personally at special K0412. And you can follow me at Kimmy Cubs on Instagram and at early 30s life on Twitter. Follow, subscribe. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, and also Please. look for those links and you know get involved. Yeah. Also, uh, share what we can. One last thing: if you want a quick little history lesson in like five episodes of a podcast, look up sixteen nineteen mm. on any listening platform. It's a New York Times um, podcast from a journalist. I forget her name. It's really uh, escaping me at the moment. But it was really good, and I was able to get through it in half a day. And it was super interesting. Nice. Cool. (sighs) All right. All right. 
Well, we hope that this has been enlightening for you and you'll go out there and be a true ally and support the way you can. Um, and if you, yeah. if you have any questions or concerns or you want to maybe, I don't know, debate with us a little bit, feel free to email us or message mm -hmm. us. Yeah. I'm not afraid to have a conversation, a civilized conversation. Yeah. Um, someone did, when I initially posted on Instagram about the protests, someone did respond with like, oh, so you just think all cops are bad and nothing in my post said all cops are bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, don't people, assume. Yeah. Um, also, if you're going to read and, and intake all this information, hopefully you know how to comprehend things correctly. I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, that's yeah. my sassy comment <laughs> of the day. <laughs> nice. So, well you, well, you heard it here, folks. We'll be back so, with more updates on this. Um, and maybe we'll both be at another protest soon and we can talk about that yeah. experience. But uh, we will yeah. definitely be keeping it fresh. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah. Cool. Talk to you guys next week. I don't know why I'm putting up a peace sign. You can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean. <laughs> with that, have a uh, good day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> People always think we're dating. I guess we kind of are. Strangers are asking questions Like what do you do in the boudoir? It puts us in an awkward position Because we love each other so So when you see us out together Please refrain from assuming that you know We go on dates, but we're not mates Except in the Australian sense so let's move on.